0: Hello and welcome back to the Bring a Met podcast. Hello. Hello. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers the last time we did a Let's Be Fair episode. It was kind of the it was a series that, that lasted maybe three episodes. I don't even think I think we did like one or two.
1: Nah, we did we did like we did like four. We did a did Star Wars one. We did and a then Star we did,
2: Wars one. Yeah, and I then this.
1: We did three Marvel ones for like phase one, phase two, and phase three. Oh we did I don't even th-
2: I don't even think we got past phase Two. Well, maybe we did do
0: three then. Uh, anyway anywho. Um Any- so it's basically where we put um the, the general consensus around film, um, usually to do with certain genres and put them under the microscope and say, Is this fair? Is this is this how we should be viewing things? Uh basically pitch them and and, and put them under the microscope. Uh, and so obviously Spider Man is the big thing at the moment, uh because of Spider Verse. It's probably a little bit uh less Uh, less um what's the word reactive than if we'd have done it last week
1: reactionary is the word you're looking for
0: uh potentially yeah potentially but i'm sort of thinking from a chemistry point of view i don't know why um but so if we thought we'd basically look at everything spider-man and uh boardroom style you know pitch it uh and then maybe say whether it should go on to the next generation of spider-man opinions or whether we should get rid of it because it's wrong potentially uh so we're we're discussing this in a, um, bureaucrat, yeah bureaucratic bureaucratic fashion. Bloody hell, that's You're a really a horrible today, word, mate. It should be spelled differently, I think, because that's what threw me off. I think it'd have been fine if it was spelled in a less. Are so you reading way. it? No, it just it's, I always envisage it before I say <laughs> it because no because like because obviously you read that kind of word more than you say it because people write in more mm. elevated lexis. Um, yeah more when they're right when the when they talk
1: have um right. have have you got a gavel to bang just to, to show that the meeting is in session i know they don't do that but i feel like that'd be cool
0: i don't have anything that would make a metallic noise i've got a book but that's going to make a very dull noise he um, asked if you had a gavel henry <laughs> well, no, <I> don't. <laughs> well surely, yeah, we surely he meant a makeshift gavel no,
1: anything can work, work as a... You could bang your head against the table. That would make a noise. Well, I was
2: going to use my fist, <laughs> He does that, and then we just don't hear from him for the next day. <laughs> <time.
0: laughs> oh, God, I think something's wrong.
1: Well, for Coming to the Brilliant Hit
0: podcast. How's <laughs> um, Yeah. There well. you go. That Is
2: works. it quite annoying? Well, as long as you don't do it constantly, I'm
0: sure we'll be okay.
1: Well, how often does the judge do it, usually? Just after we've know. reached consensus. You do it then. Yeah. oh yeah that's good
0: yeah okay well we might never reach consensus because i feel like we we yin yang fairly often which is good Mm. because if we if it was just yin yin or yang yang that'd be bad wouldn't it Mm. um so uh maybe we start easy with the the most accepted spider-man opinion um outside of just which film is better than which but like what's like the most like cold take i suppose the coldest take the coldest spider-man take that everyone agrees um, well probably. not too cold actually because otherwise
2: it's pointless but you know it's, what I mean it's, it's probably that The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is,
0: it's generally <laughs> considered the worst yeah I haven't actually seen it <laughs>
1: that's the only I thing have... I've seen um, <laughs> I, um, I saw it yeah. in the cinema ooh lucky you yeah it went on for really a really really long time and it was one of those films where you think it's going to end and then they're like no there's another villain
0: oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, so I think- I've heard the, se- the sequences in that are not bad though. There are some good, good directed moments. Hmm. I think
2: there's a f- there's there's a moment where he's saving some people from getting electrocuted on some stairs, and a, it's a pretty fun little um, sequence. And I think Andrew Garfield does a lot of good acting in this film, hmm. and a lot of good Spider-Man in. There's a lot of him like helping out the little guy. Which I think is a very important part of the character, and there's a lot of it, and it's good. And obviously, the ending, I think, like as much as people didn't like it, and as much as people didn't like the Green Goblin, the specific ending with Gwen and her, you know, mm. <sighs> dying, um, is is very well done. It, it is the acting's great, and the like the tension around the scene is great. It's all pretty good, but yeah, the film as a whole
0: is pretty. Bad to me, I think, uh, uh like considering I haven't really got a ball in, in, oh, uh, what's it called? A thingy in this race is it a ball in this race? Blimey, a
1: dog in this race, a dog yeah, in this race,
0: ball, blimey. It's like... Um, oh. yeah,
1: all ball races, <laughs> <laughs> you take your bar down to the track, <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> right uh, but, anywho, um, so considering sort of we're talking about stuff that maybe like very special unique things that uh, made the film better that perhaps actually a lot of spider-man films didn't have especially uh, like marvel because marvel is very different mm. um like what is it actually that brought the amazing spider-man 2 down further than any of these films well
2: it's it suffers from the same illness that spider-man 3 suffers from and there are just too many villains but what I think Spider Man 3 does better than this one is that it at least has one good villain. Mm. Whereas yeah. Sp- the Amazing Spider Man 2 does not have any good villains. None of them are written well. None of them are, like, I don't want to be too mean to Jamie Foxx because he's a good actor, but none of them are really, like, great with their performance. Um, and it's just, it's kind of really grating on the brain just seeing all of it happen and just the way they work together and their motivations and whatever. Like, one of them, I think Electro's motivation or something is like, Spider-Man didn't wish him a happy birthday or something. I don't I I don't remember. It's been a while. Something (laughs) something along those lines and he's just like, he thinks him and Spider-Man are friends. No, wait, he wishes him a happy birthday and then he thinks him and Spider-Man are friends and then he doesn't, like, remember him and then he gets kind of angry about it and then he's like, oh, I'm going to kill people. And that's probably a gross oversimplification. Well, of the, he, he's just, lines.
1: he's just, he's like Revenge of the Nerds, essentially. He's a nerd yeah, that has no yeah, friends. Yeah. And then Spider-Man says happy birthday. And then he's like, I finally have a friend. And then he's like, oh, yeah. he's not my friend. I'm going to kill him. It's that's kind of, it.
2: it's sort of a, like, a, it feels like a satirical representation of what like a smart scientist nerd kind of person would be like. And it just goes over the top. He's like, like his glasses are constantly falling down. He's like pushing up, like snorting around and then just like has this weird obsession with a, with Spider-Man despite the fact that he's in his forties. It's just, I, I think other than Gwen and Peter, all of the
0: character work in that film is diabolical okay yeah so is that is that enough to make it like is that like because sometimes when, when you look at like one facet like okay the villains were bad that's enough to yeah. bring it down like a severe rating but is that enough to make I it like a bad film there's other stuff there there's other stuff there it's
2: it's very long too long oh really it's paid the pacing two n- to the place yeah it well i like it's one of those films that feels long more than okay angry. yeah no because you can say pace, extended a bit yeah the pacing is all over the place like there's some bits that go so slowly and drag and then there's some bits that are so fast you're like what what's just happened
1: there's mm. there's a there's a bit at the end henry where after the gwen stacy bit i mean i can ruin it can't i i don't really care yeah. gwen, like, gwen stacy nearly
2: 10 years old
1: yeah he, he like tries to save her when uh, green goblins attacking him on a bridge What's yeah. that bridge called? <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. It's the big uh, bridge in New York. The them, Golden Gate yeah. Bridge? Something like that. No, San Francisco. Yeah, I thought let's no. not.
2: Let's not get on the names.
1: Yeah, let's not, not get yeah. stuck on the bridge. <laughs> um, he, like, he shoots out a web to save her and it breaks her back. That also happens gets... in a clock tower, that scene. Does it?
2: Yeah, it's not on a bridge.
1: Why am I thinking I of a bridge? they're like right.
2: through all the gears and stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. Just ignore me. Yeah. Right, yeah. um...
2: Carry on.
1: (laughs) Um, That happens, and it's like a big emotional... What feels like an end, where like, oh my god, he's failed. He's failed. What's he gonna do? We're gonna see in the next movie, like, the redemption. And then they just had an extra 30 minutes on, where he he redeems himself by fighting Rhino, who's just introduced out of nowhere.
2: Mm, Oh, yeah. Like, he's like really mopey about for a bit. Like, he's moping about, he's like, oh god, I'm bloody sad, I'm going to a grave every day. It's been months and months. And then... He's just like oh, I'm not sad anymore. I'm going to save this little boy from a rhino.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's just
2: yeah. messy.
0: To make it fairly swift, uh, we'll we'll say that's accepted. What is the film that's sort of nudging that? Uh, bang
1: bang the gavel. Bang the gavel. I, will
0: bang, I will bang the gavel once I hear what's what's budging it because otherwise, um, like, how can I even understand it? What in terms of what what's closest? What's, what's to close? It? Well, I imagine nothing's um, close. because I feel like we we're, we're like all smart. I feel now,
2: like right? that's pretty far at the end. I it's think, pretty well agreed from what I yeah, hear. Yeah, I think if you were going to ask me personally, I'd say Spider-Man Three is next to it, and then Amazing Spider-Man after. But I think those two are sort of. Although, actually, no, I'm. Uh, I don't know. People say Far from Home as well.
1: Yeah, th- those. I think uh, Far
2: from Home maybe.
1: I've got uh, Sp- Amazing Spider Man and Far from Home as my next two up on the list. Yeah. I made.
2: So I think I really like Amazing Spider Man, but again, I think that for, I was 13 when that film came out, so I'm not really the most unbiased because I'm just like I was like, oh, this is amazing Spider Man.
0: <laughs> um, okay. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, bang me gavel because we've been on this too long. Bang! That's Huzzah! Crazy. That's a terrible noise. Um, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do that again. Actually, I might do because it's ceremonious. We've well, um, we started
2: it now, so you have to.
0: Okay, so um, next, next consensus: uh, the best, the best Spider-Man. I reckon. Film or person? It's just best Spider-Man. Best Spider, like best Sp- We should. Every other factor should be stripped away. Who is the best at uh, portraying okay. Spider-Man? Oh, okay, yeah.
2: Um, I'll be honest. What is the
0: consensus? What is the consensus? First of all, do we think, and does it need to change? I think the consensus is probably Toby. I yeah, think if, like, I there's probably like a lot of nostalgia. a
2: hundred people, I feel like most of them would say Toby.
0: Do you reckon the results will be different? And I know it sounds like a bit of a reach, but do you reckon the results would be different if you published a survey and said, "Right, yeah, this is this." The results will be announced on Lab Bible. Mm. Do you think the results would be different if you just put a gun to someone's head and says, "What do you? Who do you think was best Spider-Man?" Um, because sometimes no. I feel like people want to push. Um, and as much as I definitely, I'd actually probably still say Toby Maguire. But I do feel like the, the nostalgia um, people are definitely I, um, I, keen on. I,
2: I've I've kind of. I've kind of actually changed my mind. I think if you put a if like if you put a poll somewhere on like Twitter or just like something like that and just said the first thousand people vote on this and like the first thousand people did. I actually think Andrew Garfield will come out on top now.
1: Yeah, because think, of No Way Home.
2: I think the general consensus has changed. If you did this five years ago it'd be Toby Maguire. I think if you did this now it'd be Andrew Garfield.
0: I think it's because of nowhere home. Personally,
1: I think well, yeah. There's been, do you think I people think... would say he's the best? I mean, I actually I think, think that, that I there's...
2: Say he's the best portrayal of him, not the best in terms of films.
1: He has like the 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 right mix of wisecracking and shyness that the others do. Yeah. I feel like Toby's more one way in terms of shyness, yeah. and then also... Tom Holland's
2: the other yeah. way. I also think that Andrew Garfield's just the best actor there. He just yeah is. yeah. <laughs> Like, there's no two ways about it. I think Tom Holland's very good, and Tobey Maguire is very good in some things, but Andrew Garfield is probably the best actor,
0: which helps portray it, the superhero. It is harsh, isn't it? It's like uh, even my own question, like saying who is the best portrayal of Spider-Man when when you yeah. are when he was asked to do stuff a certain way because he did yeah. not feel like a nerd whatsoever in those films. I feel like he he feels
2: like. A cool nerd, but that's kind of what Peter Parker is half the time. He's like a cool nerd, like he's not. He's not just always like that sort of like snivelling kind of person. It's not snivelling; that's not the right word. But I feel like he portrays him pretty. I feel like he portrays the Peter Parker side incredibly well.
1: The The only thing that goes against him is he doesn't really look like a teenager. I don't think in those films. Neither does Toby Maguire. Neither does Toby Tom Holland yes. does.
2: Tom Holland does because in the first one he was like twenty one or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think Andrew Garfield must have been late twenties, thirty when he started I doing Spider Man. I think he,
2: he's like thirty eight now, and it was like eleven years ago. So yeah, late yeah, twenties.
1: He just he did look like a grown a grown man. Yeah, yeah. But I he think... does, he he was the closest, I think.
0: Yeah but then loyalty that I've realized about the question is, is, is saying who is the best Spider-Man in terms of like loyalty to the source material. And then who is the best in terms of here is a Spider-Man film. You've never heard of Spider-Man before. What, what did the best, who well, was the best?
1: Surely the, well, the problem with that lies in the fact that the other films are better, like they're better written, better directed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, Which is, so makes it complicated, the, doesn't it? Also, yeah.
1: if you were, I feel like,
0: If
2: you were to show someone who'd never heard of Spider-Man or anything like that and just show them all of these films and ask them which one was the best portrayal of the character, it'd be almost impossible for them to say because they have no idea what the character is supposed to be like.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that would just be who did you like the most. Yeah,
2: it'd be like, who did you like the most? Who did you think did the best job of just acting?
1: And if you're watching it for the first time, maybe you'd like the sort of... I feel like the Tom Holland ones are an easier watch. Maybe you could mm. get to grips with the character a lot easier because it's, yeah. you know, it's Marvel, it's funny, it's fast-paced. Mm. So I, that's a hard question for someone who's never seen it before. Yeah. It's, you but, could
0: almost you could almost put them in, in, in direct order from sort of the age of the actors as well. Because what, Toby Maguire... Was Toby Maguire the... He wasn't even the oldest, was he? I think um, I Andrew think Garfield was, was like, 30. No, I think Andrew Garfield was like
2: 28 27 I think Tobin Maguire was pretty much the same age I think they were both pretty similar ages
0: okay but there, okay so but there's um it almost feels like the especially with the early films Tom Holland's um Spider-Man is a lot more naive and there's a lot less emotional gravitas um and he and he basically makes a lot more mistakes in combat and elsewhere mainly because there's other Avengers to pick up his slack mm. uh but he is a very different character to uh to the Andrew Garfield one where the central, I think the set, I think the romance central theme of romance is a lot stronger in those films. mm. Uh, And then the sort of loss of mentor in the um, Tobey Maguire films, you could almost see it as like a linear progression of the character, but like reverse order. Yeah. Yeah. um, I don't, should we, I don't think we should stay on this too long because we did a whole episode on it. Yeah. I was just
2: going to say like one, I think the sort of naivety and the, the sort of slower progression for Tom Holland is something that was bound to happen because out of all of the films and all of the Spider-Man films, they knew that he's most likely to get a lot of films. Like Mm. I'm sure when they made Spider-Man in 2002, they had no idea if it was going to be popular enough to get a sequel. Yeah. And they probably had a bit of faith in 2012 with Amazing Spider-Man, but again, there wasn't that sort of assurances there. But so they tried to make his character move faster and quicker like in um, the Tobey Maguire ones he graduates high school after like 40 minutes of the first film he goes through it so quickly mm. and the same with Andrew Garfield it's at the end of the first film he's graduating and now Tom Holland's took three film, three films plus the Avengers films he was in and Civil War and all that they're doing it a lot slower Mm-hmm. But I think that's why his character's moving on mentally slower as well.
0: Yeah. Well, it seems like they wanted to deal with, like, different problems. well, One, yeah, like, yeah. adult life versus high school versus... Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. But, um, so, okay, so if the consensus... And I do think I actually agree that the consensus might be Gar- Andrew Garfield at the moment. Mm. Do we agree by vote if that's the, the right consensus?
2: I mean, again, personally, nostalgia... Nostalgia is a powerful agent, and I would say my favourite is Toby Maguire. Yeah, mine too. If I, watched, if I watched all of them at the same time, all of the films, if I'd never seen them before, and watched all of them at the same time now, I don't think that, that would be my opinion.
0: I I think Toby Maguire, and that's just purely just for the fact that um, uh, taking it away from accuracy to the source material, I think I think he um brought something to the character which mm-hmm. I don't think. The other two did, and that mm. might be down to directing. But I, 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 we don't have long enough to go yeah, right yeah, into it. Gonna, it, it. So it,
2: it does help that he has the overall best films.
0: Gavel banged, change the opinion. Ooh. Um, right next is there? Is there anything? Someone wants to pitch.
1: Um. Uh, um oh, blindly.
2: Yeah, well, I was going to say wiping. Oh, sorry,
1: my head, my mic fell out. Apologies. <laughs> so embarrassing. That is. Um, um, oh, by the way,
0: we didn't talk about Marlos Morales. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. I think right, it, it's hard. It's
2: hard to, to like, talk to him about him in the same way because it is just a voice performance. And if we were talking about, like, it's a very good voice performance. Yeah. But it's hard to do it in the same way.
0: Yeah. Okay. But, okay, so, I, okay, I've got I've got something that maybe you could pitch. Um, got something else put it on ice. Um... Yeah. If we just look at it, looking at them, considering there were, so we've had four other Spider-Man um, actors or portrayals yeah. um, in our lifetimes. Uh, if you were taking it from a letterbox perspective, which to be fair is probably the the, the community we're interacting with the most is that sort of yeah. hyper f- interfilm community. Um, they would probably say that in terms of the best, the first two films that currently the animated version with Miles Morales is the best. One. How are we feeling yeah. on that? Is that a fair consensus? Two films. So, because there's only been two, two, there's only been two films oh. for the animated ones, isn't there yeah. we don't know about um, beyond the Spider Verse yet. Yeah. Do we think this is because because really the only competition because the the third is is the best in the the MCU. There's yeah. none for the uh, Garfield one, and the third is is the least. Uh. Well. But uh, yeah so anyway yeah the the, the first two of the Tom Maguire Spider-Man is probably the competition for that. So yeah. do we think Oh okay I I've, animated I've one... only just
2: I've only just understood what you were trying to tell me like what yeah. you're so, trying to say. Wait
0: can so, you
1: can you can you say it for me just so I, so I understand it. Do you mean um, we, of, of these two so of Spider-Man so, 1 and 2 are better than Across I the Multiverse th- and Across the Spider-Verse and Into the Spider-Verse. We're comparing was... them two. I well, no, I'm, a...
0: I'm saying the consensus probably is across like big uh, film fans is that the the new animated ter- uh, versions is is the strongest first two Spider-Man films of all. Right? Of
2: okay. Yeah. yeah so, okay. That is probably
0: okay. the consensus. How do we feel about it? Um, I would agree. Yeah, I think I would as well. <laughs> I would say I... Spider-Man Two
2: is still my favourite. And I think it is, again, probably the best they've done in terms of like character work and villain.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and I absolutely love Spider-Man 1 so much. But I think if I was to rank those four, I would do Spider-Man 2, Across, Into, and then Spider-Man 1. And I think those two animated ones in the middle probably make it the better beginning of a trilogy. Yeah. All
1: right. well, All right. I think Spider-Man 1 has, like teething problems i don't know how else to describe it like it's That's good. a great way to describe it yeah you know, yeah it's because it was the first of the new spider-man films and i think it was the f- maybe not the first like big oh I mean, yeah it probably was the first big superhero film of the 2000s i think the X-Men way it was before it but yeah you are know, just in my head it's the biggest one i feel like yeah. x-men 2 was where that got big yeah but either way um it's just a bit kooky Like, the way it's filmed is a bit weird. It feels like it's still sort of in the camp of, like, the Batmans of the 90s, the way it's filmed. Mm. Like, it's a bit camp still, which is a superhero trope, obviously. And you know Mm. what I mean by camp, don't you? I'm not being, like... It's It's not, like... Yeah, I'm... Yeah.
0: yeah. It just means, like, a bit outlandish and a bit, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it's bright colours for kids. And, obviously, that's the thing in across the spider-verse as well because it's an animation but it's like i feel like an animation is meant to be that more than like a a live action superhero film is and there's a lot of great stuff in spider-man one i just think compared to those two it's not quite or even just compared to those three it's not quite up there not quite up to that level again i
2: i think there's a little bit of nostalgic bias there i i think they're absolutely incredible films and I think there's no way I wouldn't like them if I watch them for the first time now, but if I watch those two and those uh, for the first time now, I think that if anything, the preference for the, um, into the spider verse and across the spider verse would be even higher.
0: Okay. Okay. So there's obviously a very different objective with the live action film, uh, to both of the, um, across the spider verse or the spider verse films. I keep saying yeah. across the spider Verse is like the default, uh, because the thing is, in live action, you basically have to be sold by the characters. Whereas in something like in the Spider-Verse films, I feel like they basically just opt for entertaining you from the first frame. Mm. And then they kind of give you some character development. And if you grip onto it, that's fine. But if you don't, and it's still quite enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Whereas you don't really get away with that in live action. And in and I think in the Spider-Man films, they did it well. And I do agree that they had a slightly stronger... Um, story on paper in spider-man 2 with the, the whole like responsibility thing because he was sort of manifest he was sort of sitting with and and like digesting the whole um the whole responsibility thing a bit in spider-man 2 wasn't he, he was like actually yeah, kind of i want to see what i want to do basically a character yeah.
2: study like he's not spider-man for like 40 minutes of that film which is yeah ridiculous. i don't know i, I loved it I, no, I loved no, i'm it. saying it's ridiculously good like, oh yeah yeah oh, i see like, yeah it's the writing in it and the character work in it is so good that they got away with the fact that he stops being Spider-Man for like 40 minutes in the middle of it. Like that yeah. is insane how they make that as good as, it, as they do in a Spider-Man film and how people are like,
0: wow, this is incredible. So the, the, the things I, okay. So usually I, I go, when I review stuff, I go for like pure enjoyment factors, but I've seen so much about how, that's not necessarily the objective of films nowadays. And I think I, it's, I'm slowly getting sold by it. Um, and I think so that the effects that Sp- this p- first two Spider-Man live action films gave me uh, was like a very profound, very sort of like you were very connected to the characters. But I feel like I get that with a lot of films, uh, with, with uh, the Spider-Verse films, because it's just raw entertainment and it's a very different style of entertainment. I feel like I get that. I enjoyed it maybe just as much but i also get it in less places it's harder yeah. to find it uh, yeah. it's almost like a sort of a like a, a, a slightly rare delicacy that i enjoy just as much as like a pizza or something if you know what i mean so I, I, like I, I kind I was, of almost want to say that's better I f- you've put that fantastically i think that's a very good way of putting it oh thank you well yeah so anyway i think <laughs> I, I think yeah. i'm banging so- my gavel I think that's uh, that's the that's a fair consensus that, that mm. they are currently doing the best. I really hope the next one is as good or if not better. Yeah, I hope they just take their time with it. I don't wouldn't, I'd rather
2: wait another two years and have it be like proper and ready.
1: They've they've delayed it already, haven't they?
0: I don't. Good know. stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm actually seen.
0: Um, well, you can't really consider Ven- uh, Venom part of the uh, the Spider-Man films because a lot of the, the the lists I've seen of Spider Verse um, yeah, rankings, I've seen, yeah, they've included Morbius
2: and Venom, which is fair enough because it's is a Spider Verse story because uh, yeah. Spider-Man villains, but he's Just not, not in asked. Them. I'm not asked. Yeah, he's not in them, and also they're fucking awful. First Venom, if, we're gonna add,
0: if we were going to add them to the ranking, they'd go all three of those would go <laughs> right at the bottom. <laughs> I I, th- I thought the first Venom was was like kind of alright. I didn't mind it. There were definitely some action you and some comedy I liked. I haven't watched the second one though.
2: I it's it's worse than the first one. Isn't it directed by Andy Circus? But Andy yeah. Sir,
1: that's
0: um strange. That's, Has he done
1: that a lot? Strange.
2: He directed a film called Breathe about the ma- about Andrew Garfield plays a man with polio. Who, um, like?
1: Well, uh, that funny, um, he... Henry? <laughs> no, I um, creates... just thought of oh, something.
2: <laughs> he creates a wheelchair. He like, he's a person who makes like the moving wheelchairs with like oxygen tankers or stuff on the back to help him live. Um, it's pretty good, actually. Hmm. I was
0: well. I, I was. Is my joke going to be inappropriate now? I was going to say, is that in protest to the 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 film 'Don't Breathe' thriller? Oh. I can't believe I you saying, said that. <laughs> I, was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I was trying to said that at the start, so I could have just sit all glumly while you were explaining it. That was a brilliant, um, a brilliant joke. I'm it, glad I, I, it was. Would that. have been fine if it wasn't so deep. Anyway, um, okay, right. Um, moving on to the next consensus. Um, mm. oh, I th- oh, okay. This is. <laughs> I think yeah. So this is like less of a concrete one. It's more of a general conversation topic. Um. Yeah. Spider Man, Spider Man Three is far off the quality of the other two Spider Man films mm. of that of the Raimi films. Yeah, uh, that is. I think we're all agreed that that's the consensus. People go Spider Man Two I definitely see, the best, yeah. Spider Man One, and then whoa, Spider Man Three. That's what people always yeah. say.
1: Yeah, and I
2: think the fall off is like. I mean, yeah, that's the consensus. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think there's, it's, if you were looking at it like a, a graph, it yeah. goes up and up and up, and then there's just massive drops, and then it goes up again, yeah. and then there's a drop, and it goes up again. Yeah.
0: What, in, just in the it's, film, the third film. In,
1: as in, so yeah, if we're flowing from Spider Man 2 into 3, it goes oh, up, okay, then, okay. then there's parts where it dips down, and then it goes back up again. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, well, my, my, my view is that the, the, the difference in quality, and I think this with most trilogies, by the way, I think it's very rare to find a trilogy where one film is vastly different in quality to the rest because it's part of it. At the end of the day, you could bait if you had the patience and the bladder for it, you could technically watch them back to back and that would be, that is the story. So I always think that the, the, the difference in quality when people talk about it is usually exaggerated a lot be- mm. just because people feel like they need to rank them. And they need to say one's the best, and one's the worst. I, I genuinely think, as a whole, it works, and I can see the qualities in. If you were to call the third film the third act, I'd 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 say, yeah, okay, maybe it was a bit too much having Venom as a villain. Hmm. Uh, when 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 Stan Man had the emotional gravity, and then there yeah. was a bit of adrenaline with Harry as well, and, and it was enough with just those two, because Sandman, I thought, was an excellent villain. I think he was probably yeah, he up... I, I'd actually put him up there with Doc Ock, in terms of how... I wouldn't go that far, far, but I do think... Really? Yeah. Good. I wouldn't go that far, but he's good. I
1: thought he was decent.
0: He had his own, he had his own theme, for a start. The, the, the way they used him creatively, I thought, was very good. Yeah.
2: He has the best scene in that film, where he gets turned into him at the beginning. That's and cool. And he's in the thing. At age as yeah, well. He's... he's, he's Yeah, he's he's not as good. He's nowhere near as good as Green Goblin or Doc Ock.
1: Do you not think his character's a little bit flat? That's what I I remember thinking about him. There's not as much intrigue around him with the rest of them. I suppose he's meant to be relatively normal compared to the rest of them. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I like his motivation. I think he's probably got the best motivation of any of the villains. Mm. I feel like a lot of the motivation for the villains is sort of raw power, and he just wants to save his daughter. Yeah. And I think I mean, that makes him one of the most relatable villains, or the Doc, most relatable villain.
0: Doc Ock is literally like, oh, my inhibitor chip broke, and now I'm evil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He, does then, it, he does it bloody well. Yeah, I know. I, I like <laughs> him in general. And the fact that they they kind of built him up as this new character, and it, obviously people who watched the comics knew what was going to happen, but they kind of yeah. built him up as this character who was like a great addition. Oh, it's another nice, interesting, intelligent character. That'll, that's going to help Peter Parker out in his endeavours. Yeah. And then he's like, he's going to use all that for
2: bad. There's another thing I like about Sandman. It's 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 kind of nitpicky because it's always been the thing with Spider-Man is that all of his villains have seem to have personal connections with Peter Parker, like just randomly. Pretty much yeah. all of them have personal connections. Sandman doesn't. I like that. Yeah. He's the only one that... Literally, the only villain in the whole of the Raimi trilogy that doesn't have a personal connection with Peter Parker. And Actually, also, no, he in does, the he does. I've ones. just forgotten he does. He's, he killed Uncle Ben. Yeah, was I was about to say him. that. I oh, <laughs> god, I forgot. So <laughs> like, Why don't they all have personal connections with him?
0: I love yeah. that he, did, he didn't have to as well. He really didn't have to. He could have just yeah. been the guy who was like terrorizing um, New York City. But instead, they that's... were like, oh, this is the guy who killed yeah. your, de- your uncle. Not the guy that we wrote in the first film. Yeah, we, we were sad. like rewriting it. To do
2: that. That's another thing people dislike about that film is that is one of the most needless and annoying retcons that they've put in life films. That is, that is true. Yeah. It's, How, an annoy- just, it's annoying just, and it makes no sense.
1: Just refresh my memory. How do they retcon it? Is he just like. off off camera somewhere and he i suppose uncle ben gets shot off camera doesn't he so the
2: the policeman calls him into the thing and they're like by the way guys whoops we got it wrong he's this isn't Uh, uh, uncle this is and then it has a flashback and he's just like give me your car and he shoots him. well he gets <laughs> oh, okay. like knocked in the back and then shoots him
1: yeah i thought it was something like that i remember it, yeah. him him not wanting to do it and doing yeah. it by accident yeah, yeah
0: okay i don't think that flashback would have worked if it wasn't like an echoey like um slightly um like weird flashback because because you heard him shouting behind him we gotta
2: go we gotta go
0: and then he knocked yeah. him like whoa who's that guy was it? I wonder if it was the guy calling me, but for about five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it introduced that trope in film where if people get jogged slightly, they automatically pull a trigger. Yeah. I don't think that would happen in real. I don't think if you jog someone with a gun in their hand, they shoot. I feel like you'd kind of well, you tense the, up and maybe t- like point your gun at them.
1: Triggers are quite sensitive, apparently. So I well, mean, it, it kind of gun makes you sense. got
0: though, doesn't it? I mean, I don't I, know about well, it. maybe I, I, you had a sensitive one. Yeah, oh, like one of those hairline ones. Mm. Mm. I, don't anyway. <laughs> I feel. I well, feel like that is a trope. I don't feel. I feel like yeah. that's probably an ex- exaggerated Hollywood trope, so that they could it solve probably, certain issues. It
2: probably is exaggerated, but it might. It might have some truth to it. I don't know. I've never found. Yeah.
0: Them. So, but but um, I think when I, was, when I was when I was when you think about it, these films. And I, this is going to sound like such a weak argument. They were made for kids, and when I was a kid, I really liked all three films equally. Maybe even like the third one the most because of the black suit Spider Man. And that That's, was one I of think, the best scenes in all of them was the yeah. first scene with that. I think it's prob- I think it, the third one's probably is probably the one that
2: kids would like the most. But I think a lot of the reasons kids would like it the most are, not, are, are partly the reasons that when you watch them when you're older, you realize it's actually not as good.
0: But then also like, like you
2: you as a kid you see all these villains you're like oh my god there's so many of them this is so cool i love mm. it and then when you watch it as you're older you're like this is unnecessary there's too many it's bloated and yeah all of it mixing together isn't working but Bruce I, Campbell I, I, scene
0: in it as well is very funny yeah,
2: the thing with venom as well i think i think it would have been a better film without venom as a character but i've kind of feel like the symbiote storyline where he it's on him and it's making him like a worse person and it's taking over him. I think that's some of the best parts about the character in that film. So I feel like if you take out venom, you kind of need to keep the symbiote because I feel like that's the best part of the film.
1: Mm. Yeah. Of
2: the way, the way seeing seen his like seeing him become angrier and more like, un- what's the word?
1: Hinged? Unhinged. unhinged?
2: Yeah, I kept thinking Unchained and, and I was like, that's not it.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: Unhinged and Angrier and just the way he like brutally like dispatches of villains and the way he's dealing with MJ in that film. That is part, some of the most interesting part. And it makes sense for the arc of him as a whole. Like in, in a whole trilogy, it makes sense for his arc. And I think you shouldn't take that bit away but you should take
0: Venom away. Um, side thing, but by, by the way, one of my favorite things in all three films is that the um, is the scene where he spots his old crumpled old Spider Man suit uh, in the in the cupboard or in the, the I think it's in the he has like a sort of um, a ch- like a chest it's, with it in.
2: yeah chest in the cupboard yeah
0: yeah and um, and he sees that and it like it, it looks very unglamorous in this scene but you hear the old familiar music because they they kind of um, they kind of move away from the um, original score in that film. And there you have a lot of like new cool fun stuff. Yeah. So the music's like a lot less uh, homely and a lot like less what we let a lot less, what we used to in the first two films. Yeah. Uh, And they kind of return to that old score as soon as he sees that old suit, And it sort of brings us back to like old uncorrupted Spider-Man. And that moment where he goes and swings into battle with that suit is like he's, he's sort of, Going back into things as the uncorrupted, without his lust for power, sort of Spiderman. Yeah, mm. and that was one of my favorite scenes. Partly, mostly because the music. I'm so swayed by music, especially when Is it's it? used well. Well, in terms of in moments like
2: like now, there's a lot of like a lot of really good parts of that film. Like, I'm not, I won't lie. There's a lot of really brilliant parts, mm. but I just, I think it's it as a h- whole film. If you were looking at its moments, it would have as many good moments as the first two. But just Mm. as a whole film, it's just it's not as good for me Um, at least. So does that mean you do agree with the consensus that there's a big drop off? I don't know if it's as big as people would say. Like, If I was going to rank them, I'd give like the first I'd happily give the first two like nine to ten out of tens for me. And then Spider-Man three, I'd probably give like a six.
1: Yeah,
0: That's quite a big drop-off. I think that means seven. you agree. I Maybe think... you're like a seven. Oh, he's trying to get out of it. <laughs> get out of what I want, mate. Okay, Rory, what, what do you think? If you were to rate them all very quickly. Like just, um, like
1: his, his... Spider-Man to 9, one, eight, and then probably 5 or 6 for 3. Oh, so I you think... definitely agree with the contents. Yeah, I agree.
0: Okay. Hmm. Tom, you're going to have to land on one side, otherwise I can't ban me gavel.
2: I'll go 6.5.
0: Yeah, that's a big enough drop-off. Tom agrees. We're banging a gavel. That's a fine consensus. Right. Um, should we... I think we should probably wrap up, actually.
1: I've got one I could pitch quickly. Ooh, pitch, okay. pitch it. Seeing as seeing if you, you've you been pitching the whole time, I want to pitch something up. Okay, pitch, pitch it, it, and I'll pitch. try and get a home run. Okay, all right. Um, my thought was, do you think that Spider-Man, in terms of its portrayal, has been, can be more faithful to its source material in animation than it ever can in live action. Um, well, yeah, that's all right. Um, (laughs) just because I've been, I've been thinking about the the new ones and in terms of like what you see him do, the, the the way they can put that together, like the, the web slinging, the cat, the helping the little guy, as you said, the big fights, it's going to be more accurate to a comic, obviously. Um, Mm. So, do you think the the consensus will be that among comic book fans, maybe that the portrayal think... in animation is always going to be better than the portrayal in live action? I yeah, think I think that's, that's among, pretty much
2: yeah. I think among okay. comic book fans, they'd probably say yeah. Like, have you ever watched any of the TV
1: shows? Oh, a long time ago, yeah, the animated
2: ones. Like, I was, I was, I used to watch the Spectacular One, and. It's really good. And like, I really enjoyed it when I was younger. And I didn't realize until like recently when I've, I saw people talk about it on Twitter. A lot of people say that, that is the most accurate representation of Spider-Man that there is.
1: Mm. Mm. Um, so the only, the only thing I was thinking is, and th- this sort of came to my head because Henry said he was a little bit bored. Maybe this was on second viewing of Across the Spider-Verse. Mm. When with the emotional scenes between Gwen and Miles, you know, when they're at like the, the rooftop party, do you oh, think I
2: love that... those scenes? Yeah. But think you think, that
0: with you.
1: but do you think that's something that in live action can be more accurately portrayed? Maybe the emotional side of Spider-Man can come out better because obviously mm. a human face is more emotive than animation can ever be really.
0: If they do it well. Yeah. But often they don't. Mm. I feel like, it's just like the, if you just if you just rolled the dice and said right live action to it, it pro- might probably wouldn't need be better. But I think they can do it better. Definitely live action. The ceilings yeah. higher. Yeah. The emotional stuff, not the um the sort of the battle battley scenes. Yeah, I think that the bat in terms of, well, Spider Man's like as much as it is about emotion, it is still more about the the comic book action.
1: Yeah. Perhaps so, it sort of it, it lays on the side of Peter Parker can be done better. With live action, mm. or, or Miles mm. Morales can be better with live action, and uh, Spider-Man will always be better animated.
2: I mean, we still need to see Miles Morales live action, like
0: Marvel. Come on, mate.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, they're they probably. I mean, they might. It might be in the plans for the for the new film. Mm. So, you know, I mean, there's all but, these Easter eggs with the Prowler and yeah. stuff. Um. But... Do you, you
2: know the reason that Donald Glover? Well, right, there's, there's so much fun stuff with Donald Glover. So, like, he was he was like second to Andrew Garfield in getting the role in 2012 for The Amazing Spider Man. Um, but like, the, they based Miles Morales off Donald Glover after he was like campaigning for that role. Right. Yeah. The only reason Miles Morales is a character is because Donald Glover went to play, wanted to play him in the 2012 one like he wanted to play Peter Parker and they were like yeah this is like cool we'll make a character for you um
0: I do like how they've done it because they talk about they even do it satirically in the new film with the whole like um they're kind of making fun of the whole like the story thing like you've got that um university uh woman saying oh you've got your story because you're you're from uh some I don't know what they said like Dominican Republic or something like that and he's like, "Oh, yeah. actually, we're from America. We're literally from a, not a place in America." And she's like, "No, no we've got the yeah, story." Yeah. So it's a big oh, part man. of his story, you know. Like his race is a big part of his story in that. I think yeah. that's a better way of doing it. Like having a character that's just like different, um, mm. because I know. But I've really enjoyed. I've really enjoyed them. I th- I still think it's really good. Don't get me wrong. I think it's just compared to like the action scenes, I just didn't think the emotional gravity was uh, was was quite the same. It's, it felt a little bit more I mean, um, it's default, probably um, it's a whole new, I mean, It's our
1: new story, isn't it? Him and Gwen, like they've written that for the film. Yeah, but that's not I, something they plucked from the comic books. I'm so. not
0: necessarily feeling it right now.
1: I like it.
0: It's I'm, fine. It's fine. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not like taken out of it, but I, like, I could. I could go on my phone at that point if I had to. Fair. Um, one know. of the big things with with what you said about um, being uh, accurate to comic books is that like, the first thing that came into my head was Kingpin in the first film and oh, how they basically man. made him like a just stupid size. Yeah. Uh, and I've absolutely loved that. It was one of my favorite things in the, in the, in the film is that they just completely exaggerated his size. Almost like, okay, we don't, we don't, we're not following the rules of live action now. We don't have to do some kind of like what, what they did in uh, quantum mania to make something that, that was never going to work in live action with the stretched <laughs> face, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the killer. But that's like, that's, that's no, how you no. do it when you have to make it live action. Uh, but basically just sort of absolutely throwing all the rules out of the window and saying, yeah, what we're going to do is make Kingpin about six feet wide. And I was like, I was so on board with that. I absolutely loved how exaggerated that was. And that's the sort of thing you can do when you just animate stuff. Yeah. Make it.
2: Yeah. You can basically make any of the characters look however you want them to. And it will. I, yeah. Like Spider-Pig. Imagine Spider-Pig in live action. Mm. Or Spider-Ham is whatever it is. Spider-Ham, I think. Spider pigs from the Simpsons movie.
0: <laughs> I remember thinking the way that the way that in the new film, the way that um, Gwen's spider is she's called Spider Woman? I she know she's called
2: Spider Woman in the films, but in the comics she's called Spider Gwen. But okay, it so... wouldn't make any sense for everyone to go around calling her Spider Gwen. <laughs> yeah, go, that... sometimes she's called
0: Ghost Texted well. identity. Um. So, okay, but it's, okay, call cool, her spider grin. and I, I remember thinking her, like, stance, like, there were a couple of, you know when she stood on the wall and she said, is, is it Spider-Man? Is Spider-Man grounded? I remember thinking, like, her stance was, like, really cool. Like, when she was just yeah. standing there. Like I know it's, it's such a weird thing, but you wouldn't be able to replicate that to the same level Yeah, in, like, live action. It's things like that. That's all this film stuff is really about escapism, especially with the more, the MCU stuff, like the more entertainment end of film It's all about escapism. So actually taking this into, into these sort of uh, multiverses where there are no rules or when the rules are different uh, each Mm. time, even is, is is such an important thing
1: to, uh, to, to note on the emotional side that we were talking about, I liked in the animation when they both sat upside down on the top of that skyscraper or whatever they were on because I felt like that just emphasised oh, that yeah, they were different from everyone else. Yeah. Like the yeah, connection between them bit. because of that. I just I, thought that was cool.
0: Something in particular I quite like about that is that they actually kind of trying to try to fight oh, This is something I only noticed on the second watch because I was looking mm. at the things. Um, is the the way they sat down. So so she was, her feet stuck to the, the thing. Um, but then to sit down, she didn't just sort of sit down. She like webbed herself. She webbed herself into the sitting position because you can't just sort of You know go on the sides of your feet as you're sitting down
1: yeah oh yeah yeah so that you're
0: sticking so like it it was like actually looking at like obeying the rules of physics rather than just being like complete slapstick and i was thinking like details like that i don't know how many people like literally pick them up and identify them but i I feel like people appreciate them like in a like unconsciously they appreciate that kind of stuff they
1: must have had such headaches after sitting down there with all the blood going to their head Mm.
0: Someone said, I'm after sure the third that, film, yeah. we're done because we're exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I thought I, I saw I'm it somewhere. Sh-
2: I'm sure there there must be something in their superpowers that mean they don't get sick and don't get, like, head rush and stuff like that. There must yeah. be something in that spider bite. Otherwise, they'd be, like, they'd be fucked after one second. <laughs> yeah. I thought
0: you were talking about the writers.
1: Oh, no. I, I meant the characters. But, yeah, the writers yeah. as well. The, I, I mean, struggle.
0: the animators more so, to be honest. like yeah. yeah, yeah. That's one of the things that is just brilliant about Spider is the just the absolute detail in everything mm. you do. Because no, no. the thing is it's such a big it's such a big, like almost unreversible uh thing to like animate something. Yeah. The so, the storyboard has to have so much thought put into it. Like what can we do here? And I just love the fact that there's probably such a massive room of people deciding on ideas for that. And I yeah. think that's how everything animated should be. You know the uh, the Lego Spider Man world as well. Did you know a fourteen-year-old animated that?
1: I saw that. I've heard. I've heard stories that's about like, this.
0: Ridiculous. I've also. I also didn't see that in the first time round because I needed the loot. So oh. that was one of the things I missed, and I went well, back to was watch the nice second time. Surprise
2: when you saw it. Yeah,
0: I was like, oh, that's wow. That was the one to like report it to the. I um,
2: what yeah. they called,
0: <laughs> but that they was, were the ones to report
2: know, it. The Spider Authority or whatever.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, I think we should wrap that up. That's that's an yeah. easy band gavel. We all agree on that. Um, good. Right. Yeah, thanks for coming to the bring a podcast. we bring bringing you 48 minutes and two seconds of amazing bring a Mick content today. Uh, yeah. So make sure to like, subscribe, follow our Patreon, because we want to juice loads of money out of you. Just kidding, we don't have a Patreon.
2: <laughs> yeah, you got in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, cheers for coming. Um, We'll see what we do next week? or oh, we might have we might have someone on next week. I almost said their name, but then it'd be kind of awkward if he was like, "Actually, I don't want to do this." So uh, we might still have
2: someone on it's for next Martin's, week. It's Martin Scorsese. Oh, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be really. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to wreck his reputation by if he rejected the Bring a Met podcast. Yeah, yeah, because you know that would suck. He, he, honestly, no one would go watch his films. It'd just be a massive strike. Mm. He, he, no, he hates more Scorsese.
1: He hates he hates Marvel films as well, so we should probably keep it hushed that we've done this bef- the week before. Yeah.
0: We did kind of besmirch, We didn't really give the the Marvel films a lot of time though today. That's so true. Maybe he'll let let it pass. But um, Hopefully. I think Departed was kind of overrated. So yeah, let's leave it there. Whoa! Right. Thanks for coming to the Bring It podcast. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.